0: What is up, sugar shits? It is a fabulous afternoon. A little bit rainy. I'm sitting in the car. And uh, I am at this very moment, at this current junk jerk, I am exactly halfway done with the 75 Hard Mental Toughness Challenge. Now, if you're not aware of this, or if you've never heard about it, or maybe you've heard about it, and maybe you've heard about it way too much, maybe you're like... Super tired of like all the hype surrounding this, what probably, I mean, to me, it appeared to be, it's incredibly extreme, excessive, unnecessary, all the things. Um, I rolled my eyes at that shit for like months. I heard about people doing it and I was like, (laughs) right. I love my, listen, I like my afternoon glass of wine. I love my afternoon glass of wine. I like my afternoon glass of wine. I don't want to give it up. I don't have, uh, you know, I didn't think that it was something that was destructive in my life, but if I, as time went on, it just like, it it just sort of, uh, it became clear to me, like in baby steps that maybe this really was something that I ought to try. Um, not to say that doing this would fix all of your problems, you know, whatever whatever's going on whatever hiccups you're experiencing in life not to say that this won't you know uh, um <clears throat> sorry not to say that this will fix everything so it certainly hasn't been like and like the uh the be-all end-all solution to you know everything that's difficult about life for me but I will tell you that I've learned a lot and uh and I'm definitely uh I'm on a really positive trajectory to finish this thing and make it my bitch which is not the outcome that I expected. Honestly, on day one, I really like it. Took everything I had to, to you know, come out and say that I was doing it. I thought that, and for and by the way, for the for those of you all who uh, don't know what it is, so it's a it's classified like the the creator Andy Frasilla. He calls it a mental toughness challenge program. Um, pretty adamant and uh, and. And he's pretty opposed to anybody referring to it as a fitness challenge. Although a lot of, you know, one of the daily tasks is taking a, a progress picture. And and it does include doing two 45-minute workouts every day. So at face value, you may think that it's a fitness program, like a, like a fitness challenge. Kind of like a, you know, you, you may even be a little dismissive about it. Like it's one of those, you know, like, join me for a month of squats. We're going to do a squat challenge. <laughs> And you're like, who has ever benefited from one of those? Like, what does that ever really do? I mean, like, who has really ever stuck with one of those? I'm just kidding. Maybe people have stuck with them. Maybe, you know, maybe that, maybe it changed someone's life somewhere. One of those 30 day Pinterest squat challenges, but so at face value, you know, because there's so many of those things going around because, you know, there's a lot of little fads, cutesy little, you know, cutesy little challenges at face value, you may dismiss it as one of those. But if you really look at, at the, uh, you know, the daily tasks, so there's two workouts. One of the workouts must be outside, rain or shine, snow or sleet, <laughs> you know, or hurricane or whatever. Like it, one of them has to be outside. Uh, You have to take a a picture every day. You have to drink a gallon of water every day. That's, that's very difficult. (laughs) And there's also no alcohol and you must follow a meal plan and you can't cheat. And nobody's looking over your shoulder, uh, you know, keeping tabs on you, which is the thing that probably makes it you know, the prob- probably that, that is the number one thing that makes the challenge so worthwhile and makes it so, you know, difficult because nobody will know. Nobody will know if you totally fuck it up and then continue saying that you did it because, you, you know, you can download this app and you can, you know, you can check all the boxes and then you get a little check mark for the day that says completed. Boom. And you can fuck off the entire time and still check those boxes and the app will tell you that you completed it, but you know that you didn't, you know, and so you can like, you can totally go through the motions and never get anything out of this, which I'm sure some people do. Um, I don't get that. I don't know. (laughs) I don't know why this would be the thing that you chose to do that with, but I'm sure that in any case, I'm sure that some people do. Um, but there's nobody looking over your shoulder. So nobody knows if you're, if you're totally lying, if you're completely full of shit. Um, and nobody, you, you know, on, on the same, the in, in the same vein, like nobody knows if you, um, it's just, it's all you. Like you don't have an accountability partner. So nobody's there to really like celebrate you. If you, you know, if you nail it and nobody knows if you totally lie, like nobody knows, you know, there's like accountability groups and things like that. But this is like, this is about you and what's going on in between your ears. And so that was kind of the thing that, I didn't know how important that aspect of this challenge would be for me. And so that's kind of what I want to go over today. And, uh, and the thing that I think is most valuable because, like, I'll tell you the thing that I have learned about this the most and the thing that I hope to God <laughs> to take with me forever from doing this. I mean, yes, I've I I know that I have killed certain bad habits. I know that like moving forward, I I mean, I'm I'm only halfway through. So I have to go through an an entire additional stretch of time that is equally as significant as what I've already done, and I know that I've already completely like torn down my relationship with alcohol. Like I will have, when, when I have my first drink again, I will have a completely different, It's it, I'm gonna, I have a completely different relationship with it. I know I already do. Um, food, I have a completely different, like, you know, I have killed cravings. I have, com- like, I consider myself more or less, you know, we'll see how I do, but I have this terrible sugar habit and I feel more or less cured of that. Um, But the thing that I that I really want to take away and the thing that I would encourage, like anybody who's considering doing it, anybody who's considering making any kind of a like lifestyle change that that feels enormous, that feels like, you know, it's like the thing that you know you need to do, but it feels like it will cause you physical pain to to make this lifestyle change. But you're getting ready, you're gearing up to actually do it and take action and make it all, you know, and and make it happen because you know that it needs to. Then the thing that I want you to prepare yourself for is uh like it you just need to know that the real fight is not against it it's not against the, you know, the thing. It's not against alcohol. It's not against food. It's not against like your your tendency to just be totally sedentary and sit on your ass and be lazy and not want to work out, not want to move yourself, not want to do any of these healthy things, right? Because these are in, in, extremely healthy habits. Extremely. Yeah. You maybe maybe you're breaking yourself into them like violently, <laughs> but, but when it's all said and done, you're going to be so, you're going to be a brand new freaking human being. And that's what I think is so cool. But like the enemy, is not that bad habit that you've got that's kind of tearing you down, that feels like it would be really, really tough to get rid of. The enemy is not that. The enemy for you is going to be compromise, because that's what it's really—it's really going to take a, a like a, an adherence to a refusal of compromise. Like you must refuse to negotiate on the thing that you say you're going to do. That's the only way that that's, that it's really ever going to be successful for you. That's the only way that you're really going to, uh, make a permanent change in a way that is going to be meaningful in a way that is like that, that like in your head, that bad habit, that nasty thing that you have that you want to get out, like that you want to get rid of in your life. You know, you try to, try to, getting rid of it is not going to be that easy because it's taken you this long to create this problem. And so you're going to really need to, you're going to need to really be extreme about it if you want to actually get rid of it in a way that's going to change your life. And the only way to do that is to uh, like completely refuse to compromise. And the, and the reason that I share that is because that's bigger than just that one habit, right? If you, if you learn how to just pick a destination and refuse to compromise on it and refuse to negotiate it, then you're going to learn a lot about yourself. You're going to learn a lot about how to do that in every other area because that's the, that's the thing that we're really fighting against, right? That's how those nasty habits and what's more the results of those nasty habits. Like, you know, a person doesn't gain a hundred pounds from one nasty habit. They gain, they gain a hundred pounds because of the like the domino effect of what those habits actually do, and it's because of and it's from daily little little things, little tiny negotiations, little tiny compromises where you say like I know that I should do this. I know that what I'm, what my body needs is for me to do this. I know that I know intellectually, this is not going to give me a positive you know, desirable result, but I'm going to do this anyway. Like, I know I should do this, but instead I'm going to do this. That's a compromise that you make in your own head. And that's the real enemy. And it's small. Like a person, like if you know anybody who's like, who's, you know, had a really tough time and I'm not villainizing this by the way, like let's just fucking be real. Okay. Let's, let's be a little pragmatic about it. And think about it, I'm not being insensitive because I understand what it's like, you know, to 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 go down like a dark like a dark hole and, and all of a sudden you don't recognize yourself. I understand. And I and I know and I know a lot of people that have been there and I'm uh I'm I'm in no way um uh, diminishing that, but let's just let's just take it at face value and like be pragmatic and remove the emotion, okay? all right, good <laughs> glad glad we got that out of the way. So you take a person that you know that that gains a hundred pounds all of a sudden, like they would look at themselves uh at at the end of that bitter, you know dark road, and they really wouldn't be able to tell you what happened. They, they wouldn't know where it all went wrong. They wouldn't be able to isolate it into, you know, well, it was really just this one thing. No, it wasn't just this one thing. It was a huge collection of little tiny choices over time that grew into this monster that they just couldn't kill on their own. And the only way to turn something like that around is to, well, I mean, you have to make some drastic lifestyle changes. That's obvious. That's obvious. But it's the refusal of compromise. And I think that that can be true with, uh, you know, in any real life situation where you want to make a comeback from something. Whether it's to lose weight and get your, you know, get your health back on track and grab a hold of it and own it finally instead of just having it happen to you. (laughs) You know, or your financial state, your financial situation. Your relationships, the people that you hang out with, you know, your what, whatever, whatever kind of uh, wh- whatever part of your life that you feel like is just orbiting this like this dark moon, <laughs> you know, where it's like you can't seem to win. And you and it's just it seems to be this thing. It, it's never working for you. It's everything's always working against you. And you can't seem to catch a break. You can't seem to find the luck. And everybody around you makes it look easy. You know, it's one of it's 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 one of those things where uh, you really start to pity yourself. That's that's that is the sort of situation where this principle will apply. That you have you must if you want to if you want to change that finally like once and for all. Like yeah, there there's probably a number of of solutions to these various issues, various problems, but. But I feel like this is the one thing that can be an umbrella policy for everything is that you need to move forward with a refusal of compromise. It's, it will be obvious, like the right steps will be obvious. I mean, <laughs> if you are $100,000 in debt. There's a, there's a hundred different, different step-by-step blueprints to get yourself out of that. But it, what it will actually take to execute is a refusal of compromise. I am doing this and I am not negotiating this trajectory for myself. I'm not veering from this path. I'm not doing anything that is out of alignment with this decision. That's a refusal of compromise. And that's what 75 Hard has taught me to do. Because over the last six months or so, I've, you know, I've slowly put on this, like, kind of embarrassing amount of weight. Like, look, I have been talking about weight loss. I have been talking about healthy habits. I have been somebody who has sort of touted my I don't want to say expertise because I certainly have never claimed to have that, but I have experience, (laughs) you know, and I'm somebody that like every other week I'm launching some like personal campaign that I'm doing and I'm taking a, you know, I'm taking a before and after photo or whatever. Like I'm talking about like a product or a supplement that I'm taking, you know, and, and I, uh, I really thought that I really thought that I knew what it took for myself to lose weight, but I guess at some point in my life, what it took started to change and it started to evolve. And now at the age of 35, it doesn't take the same amount of effort that it took when I was 27, you know, to lose the 15 pounds that I piled on or whatever. And by the way, it wasn't just 15. (laughs) I stopped breastfeeding and my weight ballooned. Like I started to, you know, my my body just sort of started to uh, just inflate. (laughs) I, I gained about 25 pounds and I'm 5'2". And uh, and it, it was really, really tough uh, because I didn't recognize myself. And it was tough to admit that everything that I thought I knew about how to keep myself feeling good, how to keep myself feeling physically confident, how to keep myself looking in the mirror. And by the way, I think that's fucking important. Okay. And, uh, and that's not a vanity thing. That's a confidence thing. That's a I have courage to face the day type of thing. I want to like the way that I look. And, I'm, and I don't think that women should apologize for that. I don't think men should either. But particularly, I don't think women should apologize for that. <laughs> like you have a right to, to look in the mirror and like the way that you look. And if you don't, you should do something about it. It's really that simple. <laughs> and that's as body positive as you fucking going to get. <laughs> but I digress. <laughs> so in any case, I, uh, you know, a few months ago... Holy shit, I didn't know what I was going to do because everything, you know, the things, the familiar little, you know, um, the, 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 the little bouts of effort that always worked for me didn't do anything. In fact, in, in fact, they kind of laughed at me, like the little things that I was trying and the habits that I hadn't gotten rid of, the toxic, you know, behaviors that I never really recognized They, they started, they really took the reins of things. They took the wheel for sure. And, uh, and that's why finally after scoffing at it, after thinking that it was ridiculous and extreme, finally, I was like, fine, fine. Because it was the most extreme thing that I could, that I could think of. And I, and I got to a, point and it was just a mood I was in and usually this doesn't work long term but it was just like I just I took advantage of myself being in that fucking like reckless like just angry place where I said you know what fine I'll do it I'll do I'll do it. because I will do anything to feel differently I will do anything to get myself back a little bit because I'm trying to do other big stuff and this this whole like not look not liking the way that I look this whole not fitting. in fitting into my clothes, this whole, like not feeling like, like I'm physically capable and strong and, and trying to be a mom and a wife and, and, and all this, like, I, I don't have time for it. I li- I just don't have time for it. I don't have time for all the feelings that come along with it. I don't have time. And so finally, like, you know, it, it got, it just got to the bitter end. And I was in just one of those, one of those, just, I, all the, all the fury and the rage about what I let happen. And I said you know what. This is like I have to do something hard. I have to do something that was harder than anything. That I've ever tried. No pun intended. But then I was like shit. I hear all, all these people talking about this freaking thing. Uh, you know a guy I know. That you know he, he was sharing his pictures. And how he, you know he just kept. You, you just see like you know. He came alive a little bit. After, after doing. After, after you know participating. And so I was like fine. I'll do it. And I didn't know what would happen. I had no reason to believe that I would that I would uh, maintain. Again, I'm only halfway through at the at the time that you're listening to this, but uh, I'm gonna finish. By the way, but I had no evidence historically to prove that like I could that that I could make it through something like that. I have I have never done anything this this demanding, um, but it's taught me that everything that I have tried in the past that where um where I had a, a a hope or a you know a goal scribbled on paper an outcome that I probably articulated very well. I probably talked about it beautifully, poetically even <clears throat> and uh and fell miserably short of making it happen because And, you know, and I would get and I would get to that outcome and realize that I was light years away from where I wanted to be, where I felt I deserved to be. I'm a really good person. I'm a really like I believe in karma. I tried to be kind to people. It's like I'm a good hearted human being. And I think good hearted human beings ought to ought to win. (laughs) But it's like it's not that simple. And so I would look at the effort that I was putting into the things that I wanted to do and these big dreams that I had. And I, you know, this has taught me why they have failed. And I think that that is what it does for people in general. I think that in general, it teaches people. If you you find yourself in a place where you keep falling short of the goals that you are aiming for... Where you sit down at the beginning of the year and you like clip out, you know, you take like magazines and you cut out pictures of things that you want, material things, what you want your bank account to look like, what you want your love life to look like. All, you know, all these uh, like just fabulous ideas and concepts for life and then you fall completely short. and You bail on each and every one of them. It's not because you decide one day, fuck that. It's the result of a Shitload of daily small compromises, where you had an opportunity to take one step closer, and instead you took one step back. And it's small, small enough that you won't realize it at first. But the next day you'll do it again, and again, and again, and again. And it's in its little itty bitty. It's like a like death by a thousand paper cuts. That's exactly what it is. It's it is a just a ton of tiny compromises and that is what you're really truly fighting for fighting against rather it's compromise that's the thing that's going to kill you so that's what i'm learning uh i will absolutely um continue to update this journey as uh it's a super duper popular little challenge i feel like i see it more and more probably now that i'm involved myself but i think that ought to be part of the conversation and um for anybody that thinks that it's too extreme or too extra, whatever, um, I would invite you to, to consider that, because I definitely felt the same. It's certainly not to say that everybody needs to. Um, but I will say that if you find yourself constantly I, I, I'll say it, like if you're, if you're perpetually frustrated that you're not advancing your life, you know you, and, and you're super curious as to why, doing something like this will show you why. That's exactly, that's exactly, probably, probably the whole point. So stay tuned, <laughs> but I'm going to finish this thing and, uh, and I will keep y'all posted. What is up, gorgeous? Okay, so you have reached the end of another episode of Hashtag Build It's Radio. And this is just simply the part where I take a second and I say, thank you. <laughs> thank you for being here. Thank you for listening. It means the world to me and I do not take that shit for granted. So I appreciate you. Mm. Thank you so much. And look, if you found value in today's episode, I want to keep it coming. So go to builditsys.com. Like right now, builditsys.com. You can access a ton of cool stuff. There's kick-ass training. You can even click to join our free Facebook community and you can just get the load on and the latest on all the things to help you build your business and your brand in a way that's bona fide badass, okay? Builditsys.com and I will see you there, my sister friend.